Welcome to Extraterrestrial Reality. Uh, to my fellow Americans, uh, I hope that uh, you've all had a great Thanksgiving day, a great Thanksgiving dinner. And uh, to all my listeners across the rest of the world, uh, I hope you had a great Thursday. Uh, but there is some news out on the UFO community street that uh, needs to be talked about, and so that's why I'm talking about it right now. Uh, it's not good news, actually, for the disclosure efforts. Uh, uh, user, uh, Twitter uh, user, uh, Rogue UAPTF, who, who have I talked, whom, whom I've talked about before, uh, posted today that they uh, the, that there's other people in addition to representatives Mike Rogers and representative Mike Turner uh, in the House that are trying to kill the uh, Schumer amendment, and uh, that's not a good thing. Uh, because then that means if the Schumer Amendment does not become part of the National Defense Authorization Act of 2024, uh, then that means that we're still stuck in the same limbo that we've been stuck in. Um, uh, we're not going to see this. Uh, this this will basically put a, a damper on the slow disclosure process uh, that we've been going through. Of course, as everyone knows, I'm, I'm more uh, of a rip the Band-Aid off kind of guy. Uh, but this, uh, for disclosure advocates, is not good news because uh, if this doesn't pass, if that amendment's not in there, then that means the uh, defense contractors or other government entities that are sitting on uh, recovered alien craft or uh, are engaged in reverse engineering programs or have alien bodies uh, hidden away, they don't have to do anything. They just could sit back and continue uh, enjoying their cover-up and moving through life and we all move through life and nothing happens and that's the end of it but as we all know uh, Mike Turner and Mike Rogers these are two people who head two different committees in the house now those guys I, I've talked about recently uh, they uh, these guys receive a lot of campaign dollars a lot of campaign bucks from uh, the defense contractors uh, basically that the, the, they received the most that's where they get most of their money from and now we see that uh, uh, the minority leader in the Senate, Mitch McConnell, along with the new House Speaker, Mike Johnson, are also now involved here. According to Rogue UAPTF, he says, This just in, in addition to Representatives Mike Rogers and Representative Mike Turner, I have it on good authority that Leader McConnell and the new Speaker, Speaker Johnson, are now trying to squash the Schumer Amendment focused on UAP, non-human intelligence transparency. Uh, these men need to be stopped. It should go without saying that I am only advocating for the aggressive push with phone calls, emails, and working personal relationships with these men if you have them. The clock is ticking for the legislation to pass. Now, of course, the uh, the new NDAA is expected to pass in December, and if it passes without that amendment in it, then that means this it's oh, that's over, and we we all we we always still have all, all we have is just the whistleblower language that was approved last time. Uh, but if this doesn't pass, then uh, the hopes and dreams of a lot of people are going to go getting go getting flushed right down the toilet. Uh, here's uh, some comments that were. Uh, that some people on Twitter provided after Rogue UPATF uh, posted this. Richard Geldreich said, Of course they're going to try and stop it. Many powerful forces at work here, some we can't see or don't know much, if anything, about. The legacy UFO cover-up isn't going anywhere without some sort of fight. Yes, that's true, <clears throat> for certain. Uh, John Hudson says, Can't say I am surprised. Well, of course not, I'm not surprised either. 
Shake Leather says, someone please explain to these gentlemen what the term catastrophic disclosure entails. Now, catastrophic disclosure would mean uh, that the extraterrestrials uh, do something that makes it uh, undeniable to everyone on the planet. And uh, that something like another Phoenix Lights kind of incident, if that were to happen again today, uh, that would be considered catastrophic disclosure because it'd be un- you would be unable to lie about it because there would be two- thousands of cell phones filming uh, objects, large objects flying through the sky. Uh, Christian Morales says, what do you guys think? Obviously, the phenomenon is real and there was a cover-up, but it's because it's dark and people can't handle it and the phenomenon might react? Is it because corruption? Is it lack of balls? Is it that we have many other problems? All of the above what? Well, that's a good question. Um, uh, I I don't think that these guys here, Mitch McConnell, Mike Rogers, those guys, they're not voting against this because uh, they're worried that it's too dark and people can't handle it. They're they're doing this because they're being told to do this by the people who paid to put them in into office. Uh, that's what that is. I mean, it's not has. It's because of corruption. That's the that's the answer to that question. Uh, now, of course, Christian. Uh, I, I've talked with Christian before, and uh, he believes there could be really uh, dark issues with, uh, with regard to this alien presence, and that's perfectly fine and that could be very true and maybe in some cases it is true it probably is uh but that's not the people in congress don't act on on that kind of stuff they they don't have any scruples it's all about personal gain power and and money and that's all it is they're corrupt a lot of people in congress are corrupt uh, for people out there who don't know this uh, so that's the answer. Uh, it's not, and it's not a lack of courage either. Uh, that's not. It. <laughs> no, it's corruption. It's money. They're being told what to do uh, by the people who put them into office, which is uh, which is defense people, defense contractors. Curious Explorer says, uh, "Can you clarify if this uh, if this is opposition to the eminent domain provisions or the whole thing, including the declassification board?" Uh, I, 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 he's asking this question, uh, to, uh, to, to rogue UPTF. And, uh, I don't know. There's no answer here to that question right now, but uh, I mean, my feeling would be the whole thing. I, I would think that they're, wh- who's ever voting, wh- whoever wants to do this, get rid of this bill. They're just, they're just against the whole thing. They don't want disclosure. So all of the things that are included in the Schumer amendment, uh, are, are pro disclosure elements, and that's what they're trying. They don't want this. They don't the the people who are responsible for the cover up, which involves many people uh, in the defense industry, uh, defense contractors, the military industrial complex. Those are the ones, the ones who are uh, studying this privately, trying to reverse engineer these things secretly uh, with the help of the Pentagon. They're the ones who don't want this information to get out and that's what that's what it has to do with and they don't want any of this stuff passed i would i can't imagine any of the stuff in that bill that they they would i don't think they would like any of it so i mean if you want to keep a secret why would you want any of the provisions that are mentioned in the schumer amendment to become law you would not uh okay moving on uh lisa fine says yeah if more whistleblowers don't come out i don't have high hopes corruption running thick we we have to raise cane now, yeah, I've talked about this before. I don't think, you know, you, you could, I, I think people do need to contact their Congress people and let them know that they're, they're, uh, they want this in their, uh, they want this Schumer amendment to pass. 
but I'm not sure if it's going to matter because, you, you know, the, the whole problem is, is this. People put these people in the office and basically you're given a choice. You, when, it comes time, when it comes election time, you're given two different choices. And each of those choices were put there by a lot of money. There was a lot of money on both sides to, uh, uh, pushing for those two people whoever they are a republican and a democrat and 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 the actually the people we're talking about here it's four republicans that's who's who's uh, apparently going to squash this amendment uh and, and a lot of republicans there are and there's a lot of democrats too but i i, I their their names aren't mentioned here but there are the, these republicans are uh receiving lots of money from the military industrial complex for their campaigns and it doesn't matter you know what your uh, c constituency wants or desires that doesn't matter at all it, it matters what the uh, what the what the donors want so that's what's happening here it's corruption that's what it is we we live in a very corrupt political climate here in the united states it's very unfortunate because money money should never have been allowed in politics the, the way it hit it, the way it is it should it shouldn't have been like this it should be about ideology and 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 policy and not uh what you know, special interest groups want and that's what it is we have allowed this and that's we're getting it here and it's just it's like nothing it's it's no different than any other thing out there right uh anyway let's see what else so some other people uh more comments here on this um uh, time to recall speaker johnson enough of the garbage says turbo bmr project love uh yeah uh john payne says assuming you have money to spend this way which of these is the most vulnerable and which opponent most deserves our support uh i don't know what that means precisely uh, but anyway, yeah, a lot of people on Twitter, a lot of people in the UFO community are expressing concern about this. Uh, Christopher Sharp, who is the uh, the writer, the reporter at Liberation Times, he's actually the the person who came up with Liberation Times. He's the uh, he's the per he's the brains behind it. Uh, he writes great articles. He says he confirms it too. He confirms this information. So some his sources are behind the scenes are telling him. He says, and he also said this, two years ago, the Department of Defense and Intelligence Community ambushed and killed the Gillibrand Amendment on Thanksgiving. So that was originally, remember that whistleblower language was killed on Thanksgiving. So here we're getting another, we're getting the same taste here this year. And then he also says, now it looks like Republican leaders in the pockets of defense contractors have done the same. Yep. Jonathan Davies uh, says... Uh, I am receiving mixed messages on this subject. Anyone with decent connections in Congress, check in with them now. Rob Sheridan says, it's been confirmed at my end as accurate. So Rob Sheridan's another uh, presence on UFO Twitter, and he's saying he, his sources are telling him the same, that there there's an effort out there now to, to kill the Schumer Amendment and thus uh, basically uh, put in peril the, the push for disclosure. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. 
Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mm. What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Uh, and then another person, Jonathan Davies, also a person who's uh, prevalent on UFO Twitter and has connections. He says it, he says he his connections are telling him the same. And he also says, if it's not a controlled disclosure, it's uncontrolled. I'd expect some explosive articles very soon. And Rob Sheridan said, yeah, agreed. Um, and so I guess, you know, if we don't get, I see, I, here's where I'm at with this. I like I've talked to, I just recently, I just on a recent podcast, I said, you know what? These whistleblowers should just all get together. If, if some of them could come up somehow with any physical evidence that somehow they could obtain and just spill the beans in, in some sort of a conference or something. Get, let's get it over with that way rather than playing this game because obviously this this, this stuff here should be illegal, what's happening. This, this in my, as, as far as I'm concerned, this should be illegal. These scumbags in, in Congress who are who are going to do this just because they're being told to by, by the people who gave them a lot of money so they could win their ca- uh, campaigns should be booted out of office. They should be booted out of office. Uh, if you're someone who, who, who lives in the district where Mike Rogers or Mike Turner or Mitch McConnell or this Mike Johnson lives, right? Don't vote for them anymore. Don't vote for them. Don't vote for these people. Kick the, they're not, they don't care about your interests. It's about others' interests. It's about the special interest groups. That's who they're interested in. They don't care about anything. And they don't, they don't care. They don't care about uh, UFO disclosure. They don't care one bit. They don't even, they, all they're worried about is power, greed, and money. That's it. They don't care about you. Don't vote for these people. They're, they're a bunch of jerks, but you know what? I mean, if, if it does get killed, it gets killed. If, if the, if the bill, if this amendment is squashed and okay, so be it. Uh, you know, it's not going to be the end of this. I, I'm sure that there's going to be an outcry, but I think that, you know, like some people here or in the UFO community are saying, uh, there will be, uh, it's, it's some people are going to be, I, I would imagine some whistleblowers might, uh, become a little bit more braver on this and maybe uh instead of like i said i said this before it's forget about these skiffs just let's let bring it out to the public who cares i'll tell you what there would be a the the, a vast majority of the public would would stand behind the whistleblowers if they were to uh, come forward and present information well i mean let's put it this way if they bring stuff forward and and it shows that it basically shows that there is an extraterrestrial presence here and that the, the they have recovered craft and there are crash retrieval programs programs and approves all of that how in god's name could these people be arrested and thrown in prison for for what for telling people the truth uh, the, uh, the, uh, uh, an obvious truth here at the, at this point by this you know we reached this, uh, a point in time where this is it's absurd to cover this up anymore it's like uh censoring the, the aspects of nature like well, let's not pre- we, we it, it's fall we can't tell the public it's fall we we can't say that oh it's winter now don't tell them it's winter let's say it's uh, still summer say it's still summer it's almost like you're trying to c- confine reality confine nature that's what this is this has nothing you know this has nothing to do with uh, what they're trying to figure out behind the scenes with these reverse engineering programs this is what what people want to know is uh, the truth about the extraterrestrial presence and, and how many beings are here I I see that question being asked a lot on 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 twitter right now in fact uh david grush the the whistleblower uh has been speaking about that recently that uh there there are 
uh, different kinds of extraterrestrial beings uh, that they know of, that the government knows of, that he, but he couldn't get into. He didn't want to talk about it. He's afraid to talk about certain aspects of this, about what they look like. He can't say anything about it. He can't say things about certain things about what these beings look like because he feels like that would uh, violate uh, uh, his non-disclosure agreements or whatever he has with the government. But th- those things shouldn't count in when it comes to something like this. It, it's, it's so stupid. But I guess we'll wait and see what happens here. Let's see if they if they try to kill that amendment. We'll we'll find out as as the days goes on. Uh, anyway, uh, I want to talk about some of the uh, some of the comments I received recently uh, on Spotify and on YouTube for uh, my most recent episode. Mellon calls for government to disclose ET truth despite how unsettling it may be. I received some comments, a lot of different comments on this one, on Spotify and YouTube, and I'm going to talk about some of them. Shep says, he, well, Shep says, lots of laugh. Okay, so telling family members they're stupid on the subject ought to go over real well. Sage advice. <laughs> okay. okay, what Shep is talking about there is I was telling people to talk, bring this up during Thanksgiving. You know, talk, tell, you know, talk, bring up the UFO and extraterrestrial subject on Thanksgiving when you're sitting around with your relatives. And I suggested, hey, tell them the truth. You know, it's not their fault that, they're, that they've been stupid about this for all these years. It's not, it's not their fault. It's, it's the, the fault of the government for pretending it's not real, for saying there's nothing to it. It's not their fault. I mean, they just, it, but they are stupid. I mean, obviously, I mean, anybody who is is not aware of this, they are stupid to it. If, if I wasn't aware of it, I'd be stupid to it. I'd be stupid to the fact that there is a presence here. Uh, and if I, and if something finally did happen and I I never encountered anything, uh, like I, although I did, but say I never did encounter anything and I was stupid all these, for all these years. And then something happened, you know, then it's, uh, you know, it's a big surprise, you know, it's, it's, it's earth shattering then. Uh, Molly 888 says, I don't talk about it with extended family, but I talk about it to my immediate family. They believe now. Yeah, um, I, as I, some people, it depends on which family members you're talking about. You know, you know, I know there's a lot of different personalities in, in everyone's families, and some people you might feel more comfortable talking about something like this with, uh, as opposed to somebody else who you know you, you don't want to get into a giant argument about. Obviously, as you, uh, someone from my uh, uh, standpoint, I, I don't care about that anymore. I'm, I'm way, way, I don't care. And I will call people dumb. Uh, I won't really, I won't be ignorant about it. I'll just, I'll say it in a nice way. I'll say, well, you, it's not your fault. You're dumb. It's not your fault. It's that the, you've, you've, you were, uh, you bought into the, the government position hook, line and sinker. It's just not your fault. And you're just not, you just didn't really care about the subject uh to look into it you weren't that interested in it obviously and and but there is an extraterrestrial presence and the government has been lying to it and you've been dumb to it i say i would say it in a nice way like that and you know it might might end up in an argument anyway but you know what i don't care albert 222 says uh good episode although i prefer episodes about ufo sightings or or abductions but i still enjoyed it yeah you know i've heard that from a couple different people lately that you know, because I've been talking a lot about what's going on in, 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 with the government and the cover-up lately. Uh, uh, hopefully, I, 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 I'll i be doing more other uh, episodes talking about abductions and missing time. I've been reading some books on that recently. Um, so, yeah. But, uh, yeah. I'm... I, 
just, there's just been some things going on and I feel I feel like I have to talk about them as if there's news I feel like I need to talk about it uh Francisco Mondragon says I along with two other people watched a metal sphere float over our head about a hundred feet up then shot upwards when it passed our heads never said a word until a couple of years back now it's a fun story so I guess they didn't talk about it at first when they saw this now they feel more comfortable talking about it uh, I think we do live in a day and age uh, when it is a little bit more comfortable to talk about these things because it has been in the news. I mean, even somebody who's really not that interested in it really doesn't know what's going on. They had to hear something lately. You know, over the past, what, f- uh, four or five years, they had to hear something, right? Uh, it, it has been in, in the public uh, consciousness somewhat more than it was before 2017, before those Pentagon videos leaked. Fred says, in general, people can handle the truth, but not all leaders of countries, politicians, and the keepers of special knowledge desire disclosure. It reduces their control of the human masses. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, you know, I think that they, you know, they, there is a fear amongst uh, people who are, we, we put in charge uh, because they feel like it's, it could affect their power. Like Stanton Friedman used to say, one of the concerns he, he believes that, uh, 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 the gatekeepers and people in power have is if you uh, admit to the truth, uh, then people on this planet will stop uh, uh, looking at themselves as Americans or 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 or, or Britons or whatever you know Russians, uh, English, whatever. I mean, you you won't look at yourself as that. You'll start people after time. You'll start people will start looking at each other as Earthlings. So yeah, that's one of the concerns uh, that people would have. Frank uh, Fred Bowen says, your analogies are the best. The comment regarding challenging issues for children sounds like it comes from someone who has not had children. Our job as parents is to properly provide context. And and that was Christopher Mellon in that. Uh, in that I, it was a great article. There was, uh, the one part that I had the biggest issue was, was it, he used Kirsten Gillibrand as an example where he, he made a statement uh, saying like uh, 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 he speculated, uh, uh, he used her as a as 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 a as an example, a potential example that just Kirsten has small children, and what if as she's learning more about the UFOs behind the scenes, what if she finds out some disturbing news, she might change her mind uh, because she doesn't want to scare her children. I thought that that was I I, I thought that's absurd. That was the one part of Mellon's article that I thought was absurd. So yeah. Uh, you know, and, and like Fred Bowen saying here, it's it's the job of parents to provide the pro- the context to to children about these issues. I mean, uh, I mean, you, you you don't sit sit around with, with a four year old on your lap telling them about Adolf Hitler and the Nazis and the Holocaust, right? I mean, you, you, as they grow up, you know, and they see something on the uh, on a documentary about it, you, you you provide some more context to it about it. Uh, it would be the same thing with extraterrestrials. You don't want to you, parents would know things the, the proper things to say, not to so they don't scare their kids. Rob Aldris says, Happy Thanksgiving, Jim. Folks should invite some poor aliens far away from home in Zeta Reticuli over the Thanksgiving dinner. Oh, well, maybe they can drink gravy or a cocktail or something. <laughs> uh, David Richardson says, I don't prescribe to the single threat theory to unite, to unite us, but rather the single origin of religion theory I spoke of in my previous comment. Be at peace with each other and the extraterrestrial. Uh, okay, yeah, so... 
yeah, I guess some people are, you know, they're, they're all, I, I don't know. Are, are these beings a threat? Some of them might be. I don't know. I just don't know. We really don't know if there's, if, if these beings pose a, a, a threat to humanity. We really don't know. Some of them could be here and they are a threat. And maybe some of them are here just observing us and studying us for, you know, who knows? We just, have, we don't, we don't know. I have no clue. Uh, I know they're here, uh, but and, and there's a lot of uh, have, a lot of books have been written about this, about what the purpose is. But uh, the bottom line is, we really don't know. Uh, but it could be for sinister purposes. It could be because they want to take over this planet. I mean, hey, think about it this way. You know, uh, I, it was funny. I was watching an episode, an old episode of In Search of, just last night. Uh, it was called The Coming Ice Age. This episode was from the late 1970s, I believe, 1978. It came out. And it was a show that was hosted by Leonard Nimoy, who played Mr. Spock. And I used to watch this show when I was a kid sometimes. And and this episode, I it was on YouTube. I was watching this episode. And it was about the come. They back then. Me, uh, climatologists were talking about a potential ice age that was coming. They were concerned in the late seventies about an ice age that was coming. And it was a really bad winter in nineteen seventy-seven. A lot of people died. It was. They're talking about uh, how. People got stuck in traffic in Buffalo and eight people ended up freezing to death in their vehicles. It was just a terrible winter that night in 1977. And there was concerns that there was going to be a, a new ice age coming. But look where we are now, all, all these over 40 years later. Now we're talking about climate change. The, it's the reverse, right? It's, it's uh, so... But, but that's beside the point. The, the point is, is that at some point we're going to expend all the resources on this planet. The, the sun, our sun's going to start, start dying out at some point. Uh, and, and we're, and, and if we're advanced enough, we're going to start having to look for other places to live, right? If the, if the human race continues for billions and billions of more years and, and, and this planet is, we've exhausted all of its resources and the sun is dying, we're going to have to find a new place to go. That could be what's happening here. These beings, are, are they could have advanced, they could have been around billions and billions of years and they've advanced to a certain point where their planet is no longer, it's no longer tenable to be there and they're looking for other places to go and they like this place here. Maybe they're trying to figure out or maybe they're doing something about getting rid of us so they could live here. That could, I mean, I don't know. Could be that. Uh, Jack Rabbit Custom says, I, I'm, I've opened and up, I'm open and up front about the UAP issue with my immediate family for some time now. They're tired of hearing about it, but they do accept the situation. They would otherwise, they wouldn't otherwise think about it. See, so that's what I'm talking about. So that Jack Rabbit Custom saying he's been talking about it with his family. They accept it now. I think that's how it is with some people in my family, even though there's still some people who are skeptical. They're just, they would be afraid to talk about this publicly, of course. Uh, but uh, I think that they've, they've accepted it uh, because of the way I talk around them. Uh, I think, or for all I know, maybe they think I'm complete crackpot. I have no idea. No, I think, I think they accept it. A lot of them accept it. You keep, you keep bringing it up to them. And, and you and you point them in the right direction. Hey, did you read this article? Hey, did you check this out? Did you see what's happening in Congress right now? Aren't you paying attention to this? At, at over time, if we keep doing this, then you get more and more people uh, realizing there's something to this. Okay, I'm gonna uh, go over to uh, YouTube now. Talk about some of the comments I received over there. 
Uh, I received the uh, here, here was from Kerry Nichols. He says, thank you for this discussion about Chris Mellon's historically important statements about the implications about UAP disclosure uh, on the debrief opinion piece. What if the Pentagon is beholden to a treaty with certain species with non-human intelligence common, commonly referred to as aliens, but half who apparently look human, according to experiencers, according to witness testimony data collected for decades by Linda Moulton Howe on abductees and other alien UFO experiencers. The fact that half of them look human might be easier to accept by many humans as an important way to calm fear and panic in the community. This point may be crucial to mention within our family and personal relationships at this time of gathering for a meal in the United States Thanksgiving. And Bengal Brown actually responded to that comment. He says, I, I don't know about that. I feel like they're being another species of human like people is a bigger bombshell than the aliens themselves. The implications of that is massive. I love Linda. I listen to her Earth Files podcast often. I wouldn't try to introduce people to the subject through Linda's work. She's deep down the rabbit hole, and people will either say it's BS or think you're crazy. She may be right about a lot of things, or she may be wrong. I just stick to what's happening in the public sphere currently. Uh, yes. Um, and he also says, New York Times piece, Mel- uh, Mellon, Elizondo, Congress, Grush, etc. Every family is different, though. So yeah, I, I I don't know either about that one. You know, you, you would think it, what what uh, Carrie Nichols is saying is that well, if 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 the if people out there thought that the aliens were they, they look just like us, they're just like us. Well, maybe they'll they'll it will be easier for them. And I'm not sure about that either. Just like uh, Bengal Brown says, because isn't that a little bit more scarier? I mean. Uh, say these ones apparently there are ones that I mean if you read this stuff by people like by David Jacobs who I talk about a lot uh, there are beings among us uh, hybrids or he calls them hubris they look just like human beings but they're not they're 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 half alien half human and they have a lot of the same abilities and like mind reading abilities mind control abilities as as the alien creatures that created them uh, I think that would cause that could potentially cause more panic because the more people start reading about it, I think what would happen will happen is this: uh, a lot of people who don't pay attention to this, who don't really care about it, once it starts coming out or once it does come out, once disclosure happens, they're going to start picking up some books, and this is a problem because it's it's going to be scary for some people. It is going to be scary because they're going to all of a sudden they're going to be faced with this alien abduction uh stuff that's been uh, all these stories that have accumulated over the decades and they're going to say wow this is true this 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 could have happened to me or it could it could happen to me and it's going to frighten them a little bit uh and and, and i'm not sure i i don't know if it matters actually i I mean i in the end right so what i mean i guess uh, here's the thing there's no i don't know if there's any right or wrong way to present this i just think we need to face this reality and it doesn't really matter uh, the, uh, trying to make it easier for people, I, they they need to figure this out for themselves. What, the, you you give them a, a, enough of information, and, and we're not going to get it all when disclosure happens. You give people enough information, say yes, it's real. We're studying this privately. We've been reverse engineering it for decades. Uh, we don't know really what their purpose is. They they seem to be friendly. They're not really doing anything. But what happens? Well, if you just say that, and then people who never thought about this before will start buying all UFO books and and going online, and they'll learn about these other things about alien abduction. Some of them might freak out because they, they never could have they never could have imagined that something like that could be real. 
But I think they'll get over it. Or Everybody would get over it. I'm over it. I don't care. It doesn't freak me out. Like, I didn't know what that thing was in 1977 when I was a kid. Right? I thought it was the devil. It was actually scary. That idea was actually scarier than the idea of alien beings traipsing into the bedroom in the middle of the night. So I, I, I don't know. I think people will... They'll be freaked out initially, but over time, over the course of a couple of years, nerves will start to calm and we'll move on and everyone will be okay, uh, regardless of how terrible or good it is. It doesn't really matter. Uh, uh, here's what uh, Ross Khanna says. What if non-human intelligence is not perceived as a common threat by everyone, but as an opportunity by some and a threat by others? Wouldn't this divide us even more? Overall, it is sad that we can that we count on extraplanetary threats to find common ground. Uh, like what I was saying in that episode was that uh, I believe it would bring the world together. I believe UFO disclosure most certainly bring the world together. Uh, uh, and yeah, it is sad that uh, we have to count on extra extraplanetary threats to do that, but I think that that would bring us together. Uh, I really do. Unfortunately, that's just the way we are. We're, I, I don't know how, we're never going to get a grip the way things are going. I mean, disclosure could only bring, it could only be good, right? I mean, it would bring the world together. It would have to. We would have to come together and, and we would want to come together. We would. And it would most certainly be a good thing. It could not be a bad thing. It would be a good thing overall. There's no question in my mind about that. And it is a shame, but that's just, you know, maybe we need this. Maybe we need this to, 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 to grow up a little bit, you know, to evolve. Uh, because right now, I mean, it's just... We're doing the same things now uh, that we were doing a thousand years ago for the most part. I mean, in the bottom line, when it comes to the bottom line, we're still murdering each other. We're still, we still have wars. I mean, we're still, there's still all this greed and corruption. I mean, it's just not good. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Robo Wiener says, I like the comparison of, a, of indigenous people encountering advanced civilizations. In the modern age, humans are the indigenous people of Earth, and the aliens coming here are the advanced civilization. The stage we are in now reminds me of Native Americans meeting European colonists for the first time. If the alien presence on Earth is an insectoid civilization, it would have drastic effects on our culture and society if they were to take over, similarly to how the hunter-gatherer culture of the Native Americans was destroyed by colonization. Our ideas of free will and capitalism might be destroyed. We need disclosure so we, we can advance our understanding of what is coming here and what their intentions are. It is po impossible to be prepared when the truth is hidden from the public. I agree that disclosure would help humanity to cooperate on a level never seen before. Great statement. I, I really like that. That's totally agree with that. Yes. Of course, uh, Christopher Mellon was talking about that in his piece about the, the effect on uh, that you know more civilized uh, people had on indigenous people when they raided their countries and took over. I mean, it, it was crushing for the indigenous people, and that might happen to the everyone on the whole planet if 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 aliens all of a sudden came here and tried to take over. We need to understand this better. We need to talk about it. The human race needs to face this and and. and uh, and now the one thing I always and something that Mellon did bring up briefly, he did say that there is a concern, uh, like what will the aliens do uh, if if governments told the truth finally? Will they do something? Will that cause them to take some sort of action? Will they not no, no longer be clandestine? That is a concern. That's one concern. But you know what? I, at the same time, I don't think you, I don't you, you you have to take that chance. You have to take that chance because. 
you're better off telling them. You're better off telling everybody the truth about this so we can all face it and not be surprised when it happens. For all we know, uh, they might the aliens might surprise us anyhow uh, and, and, and before disclosure, and that would even be worse. So you're better off telling the truth. That's, that's how I feel about it. Uh, Bill says, uh, uh, Bill 7576 says, uh, too many what ifs from Mellon. It doesn't matter. We will benefit from the truth. If I was dying of cancer, I would not want my doctor to hide it from me. Yeah, I do think that, yeah, there was a lot of what ifs in that, in that piece that, that Mellon wrote. Uh, but, uh, uh, I mean, by the end, I don't think he wasn't concerned about the what ifs. Like he did believe in the end and by the end of that article that, yeah, we need the, we need disclosure, whatever the case. And then Bill also says, our kids know about nukes and war. Mellon made an idiotic example with the Gillibrand kids. Yeah, that wasn't, I, I, that was the one part of the story that, uh, of the piece that he had that I didn't like either, Bill. It was, uh, not, not a, you know, (laughs) they used Kirsten Gillibrand, who's basically been a champion for UFO disclosure. One of the first ones in Congress to be, to say, well, what if all of a sudden she decides that it's not a good idea to to move forward with this anywhere anymore because she wants to scare her kids because she doesn't want, she doesn't want to scare her kids. Well, I don't know if you want to use Kirsten Gillibrand. For one thing, I don't think you should, you should have used Kirsten Gillibrand as that example. That, that was, I don't know about that. So I, I did have a problem with that part. I, I did get his point, but I, I can't see that happening. I just can't. That, that would be, if that were, that would be terribly dumb. Uh, if, you know, I just couldn't see that. Uh, here's what Kimo Sabi says. He says, we all have an absolute right to know the truth. It should be in our constitution. 10 or 12 years to disclosure is ridiculous, absurd, silly, and many more descriptions that are not reasonable. I, for one, will probably be dead. Presidents reasonably uh, is to keep control of our military. Now, uh, yeah, uh, and he also says, when we avoid the truth, we risk being overcome with evil or living in a fantasy bubble, waiting for the bubble to someday pop. Yes, true, absolutely true. Uh, and then uh, 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 Bengal Brown also talked about the uh, Gillibrand uh, point that Mellon made. He says the point about Gillibrand flipping is nonsense. I'm not a parent, but I imagine it would be difficult having to explain abductions to your children. But let's think about this for a second. Imagine being a six-year-old kid trying to explain it to your parents that you've been abducted when they are under the impression that all of this is nonsense. Who, who, should, who should we be worried about? The parent who's afraid to parent or the child who's forced to convince their own parents that they are not lying about a potentially extremely traumatic event? Well, isn't that something else? And, you know, let me just say it. It's a great, great comment because it is true. You know, when I, when I was a kid, you know, nine years old, 1977, eight going on almost nine, and I had that incident. I mean, I didn't know what it was. And I, that whole next day I spent, you know, pleading with my mom to believe me that there was something in the room that wasn't human. Right. Uh, I thought it was the devil. I didn't know what it was. I said it had three fingers on its hand. I don't know what it was. She didn't believe it. You know, now had, uh, uh, the government been telling the truth, maybe, uh, maybe my mom would have said, wouldn't have been able to say, well, you know what, Jimmy, it might've been, uh, uh, one of them aliens, they might have been coming and just checking you out. You know, maybe that's what it was. And you woke up and then, oh, okay, an alien? That would have been a lot better than th- thinking for, for, for a number of years after that, thinking that it was actually Satan or a, or a demon from hell. Because that's what I thought. It scared the hell out. It scared the hell out of me. I was scared out of my mind. Let's see. Let's see some more comments here. Um, 
Neurolosis says, the only problem I see is the possible revelation that they are here to colonize this planet and we are powerless as a species to do anything about it. That would send the world into chaos, in my opinion. Uh, yeah, and that could be the case. That could be the case. It might send the world into chaos if, if, everyone, if, that, if everyone were to know that. But I don't think disclosure, that, the answer, that we wouldn't get that with disclosure. I, I just think we need to... Uh, people need to be aware that it is real and that there are creatures coming here from other worlds that are intelligent. That's uh, at the same time. Yeah. That would, I mean, if people were all, if we were to know that and know it for a fact, it would send the world into chaos. Uh, but at the same time, you know, maybe it would, maybe it would, maybe that's what we need. Maybe we need to, maybe if they are here to colonize, well, maybe the human race needs to try to do something to stop it. I mean, that's, you know, there's a lot of different arguments uh, that you could come up with pro and con uh, for disclosure, right? But in the end, to me, you still need to have the truth put out there. That's what you need. Uh, here's uh, here, Israel Lopez says, I have been following you, listen to Coast to Coast for years. Amazing job. You're not alone. I want to know about the hybridization. Bud, uh, and he talks about uh, uh, David Jacobs and uh, Bud, uh, yeah, Bud Hopkins. Yep. We're getting there. We're trying to. Um, yeah. I don't know. Here, oh, here's what uh, Ken Pass says. Because you didn't know can be more dangerous than if you didn't know. Like me, I was abducted by extraterrestrials as a kid. A lot of things have happened to me because I didn't know. I, if I learned the correct way by being taught, maybe the bad things that have happened wouldn't have happened at all. Regardless, I have, I have all my proper physical proof of everything that happened. So there's somebody else out there who says he was abducted by a kid and he thinks it would have been better had he known what was going on rather than being completely caught off guard and not knowing what what the hell's happening it has to the, the knowledge has to be better than ignorance right i mean that's the, the bottom line is that knowledge is better than ignorance it's most unquestionable it's it, there's no question about that if you're if you know about something you're much better off than if you don't know about it okay uh moving on I want to talk about the last two most the most recent Spotify polls that I've conducted. Uh and I did one for the episode UFO seen hovering over airport in India slash grush talks with Joe Rogan. I asked this question What was the object hovering over the airport in India on Sunday? So far there's been forty-four votes. Uh zero people say it was Mirage, zero people say it was a planet. Two people, or 4.5%, say it was a satellite. Uh, five people, or 11.4%, say it was a balloon. Uh, seven people, or, or excuse me, six people, or 13.6% say it was a drone. Uh, seven people, or 15.9%, say it was swamp gas. <laughs> That's that, that uh, seven people who want to see, see, see me getting angry and get a rise out of me, they're, they're, you know. They, they like to see that and 24 people or 54.5 percent say it was et or non-human intelligent craft um you know i don't know i don't know actually i know it wasn't swamp gas though i i know it could i mean i, I it could have been a planet or a mirage before it was well, it could have been a mirage i mean people were looking at it and you could see it on the film so on the video so it wasn't a mirage so it, it but it could maybe i don't think it was a planet either but there's more of a chance of it being a planet than swamp gas swamp gas is actually was it put there and put in there as a as a as a as a jest as a joke uh 
I don't think it was a balloon. A balloon wouldn't just be stationary for over an hour. Uh, a drone, uh, probably, it was probably ET craft. Probably. Probably. Yeah. I'm going to go with ET. I'm going to go with the majority on it. Yeah. You know what? ET craft. Why not? Okay. For the episode, Mellon calls for government to disclose ET truth, despite how unsettling it may be. I asked this question on Spotify. Do you talk about UFOs and aliens with your relatives during holiday gatherings? I'll tell you what, this poll here so far has been a horse race. There's 35 votes with 27 days left. 17 people, or 48.6%, say no, while 18 people, or 51.4%, say yes. Yeah, it's been very close. It's been back and forth. I've been checking it out since I put it up there. Uh, sometimes the no's had it, and right at this moment in time, the yeses have it. Um, of course, as everyone knows, I most certainly bring up UFOs and aliens during family holiday gatherings with family members. Um, yeah, I guess it, it, it's, you know, it depends on what your family members are like, I guess, and, and how comfortable you are, uh, in talking about this with them. That's what it all boils down to. Um, but as time goes on, I would like, I, hopefully those numbers change. Hopefully the, the, uh, yeses, uh, far outpaced the nose but i hey it's understandable it's understandable it's most certainly understandable uh but if it was up to me i'd say you know what you know don't don't you know you don't have to tell them they're dumb to their face or anything like that you could just say uh uh you j- just say you know it's really you should check this story out just be nice about it don't you know don't take all of my advice i you know don't say hey you know what you're stupid if you don't believe this don't say that that's that might not fly well uh yeah just try to be nice about it you're better, you'll be better off, and who knows? Maybe you'll you'll, you'll convert some people into. Uh, um, I, you know what? It's not believers. I was going to say convert them into believers. It's actually knowers. I know that there's something here, right? I know that for a fact, right? That's what you want to do. You want to convert people who don't know non-knowers into knowers. That's what that's what you want to do. Anyway, I want to say thank you all for joining me today. Until next time. <laughs>